Hello and welcome to another edition of the Public Affairs in Practice podcast. Thank you for your very kind comments about the podcast and for those of you that want to, if you could like and share and subscribe. But uh, if you could leave some nice reviews as well, that'd be really appreciated. Thank you. In this edition, I want to look at the environment, reputation and politics and how the three of them come together in public affairs. The development of a reputation takes time, effort and resources. It should be central to all engagement and communications, internal and external as well. But there continue to be examples of communications outstripping the reality, and unfortunately that brings with it political dangers. Very often, reputation is considered in relation to its impact on sales. But it's not just about the buying public. The reality is that reputations are fundamental to the whole range of stakeholders for any organisation. So charities need to worry about their reputations just as much as any business does. Now, political audiences, I think, should be given special consideration because of the power that they can exert. Not only can they bring media attention to an issue, but they can pass new laws, new regulations, and those have a fundamental impact on operations, and it can even put future viability of organisations at risk. So it's up to those organisations to keep pace with the expectations of their stakeholders. Now, one area where this is becoming ever clearer is the environment and net zero. But the reality of operations runs ahead of the communications, then the threat of political intervention increases. So rather than improving a reputation, this type of behaviour damages a reputation. The gap between perception and reality is sometimes called the say-do gap. It's not just individual companies that can end up producing a gap. It's not always deliberate. Whole industries can suffer from a gap as well. And a recent report suggested that those in communications can contribute to that gap as well. PR Week recently carried a headline saying, PR under fire for greenwashing. The story was based on a peer-reviewed report that suggested that the investment of big oil in clean energy was lagging behind its corporate words. The report went further, according to PR Week, by suggesting that PR agencies and communications teams are facilitating this greenwashing. As with any industry, the less successfully it's dealt with, the more likely political intervention becomes. It could be argued that the prospects of intervention are raised even further if the say-do gap is being manipulated through communications rather than being properly addressed. In this case, the more that companies cannot be trusted to deal with the environment, the more politicians are likely to intervene. I think there's a continuum of action. It starts with concern about an issue. It can raise over time, possibly as a result of campaigning. It moves on to government encouraging voluntary action. That voluntary action may then fall short of expectations. And at that stage, you get government intervention. But individual companies can also fall foul of communications issues as well. And such issues can come up in a variety of ways. Plastics Rebellion recently complained about an advert by Innocent Drinks. They complained that the animated ad in speech marks exaggerated the total environmental benefit of the products and was therefore misleading, close brackets. Their complaint was upheld by the ASA. Now, that's not to compare the approach suggested in the report about big oil and that of innocent drinks, but both illustrate that getting the communications right and ensuring that actions match words are critical in maintaining a reputation. If organisations do not act or over-promise or under-deliver, then government will step in to take action. No amount of communicating can overcome a failure to deliver against a known problem. If politicians feel that an organisation or an industry is hiding behind its communications, then that can sour relations. So just think about the risks and the damage that can be inflicted, unfortunately, if politicians are riled.